listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our little show on 81215. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Whatever you want to do, it's fine by me. Good morning. Morning. Morning, Frank. I thought you weren't going to join in for a minute. It's going to leave me here stranded no, on my no. own. That would have been a bit awkward. Here to help. Morning. You know, we've been here. We get here about an hour before the show. We sit around, yeah. we read the papers, we talk like friends. Yes. We we put some bets on we did yeah. this morning. <laughs> we did. We don't normally put bets on. No. I, I generally, oh, is that the story we're sticking with then? Well, generally, <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I worry about gambling. But um, I think when it's the, uh, when it's the Grand Nationale, mm-hmm. you can go mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. What I don't like, can Frank's I say... Frank's on La Vatican. Yeah, well, if oh, they can't pull it out of the bag, who can? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, La Vatican. And, um, I went cocktails at dawn. You can there take you a horse to holy water. But <laughs> <laughs> a pencil must be led. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I don't like the pictures of um, boxum women... I mean, I, I never thought any of myself saying this. I d- box and women at Aintree. Oh, um, all falling around, I don't like drunk it. Yeah. and all that stuff. No, yeah. I don't. I don't, I like. don't like it because it's class shaming. Thank you. Yeah, I think there is a bit of that. There's I also a think chorus of disapproval. I'm yes. amazed that we. Um, I, well, there's one thing that does it is a walk down memory lane for me. Is that? Well, we know it is lying in the street. Yeah, but even <laughs> as a child, central reservation memories. In the local paper, um, there would often be a picture of a line of women kicking one leg in the air. <laughs> and they still do those pictures of women at entry. Yeah. What is where, what's that picture about? It's a, it's it's basically from the old like Tiller girl type dance oh, troupe. Because like of can can. Yes, I yeah. know what you mean. So they gather, like gather them together and they all do a kick. I mean, it started with a photographer trying to get them all to just stand in a line, but they mutually all got cramp at the same time and so felt a need to kick up one leg. Do you think that's how it began? I that seems... That's it's preposterous. a million to watch shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a big gambler today. It's yeah, like the, uh, the groom party at the wedding holding the bride. Have you seen those pictures? What, in their arms? Yes, oh, you yeah. know the ones. Yes. Or the handshake with the best man. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I like, I like that. I, um... I did a bit more than that, but anyway... <laughs> <laughs> there. Uh, yeah. true, true story. I settle for the handshake. <laughs> Absolutely true story. Yes. No, it is the strangest thing that little um, the kick leg photograph. Yes. I mean, they never do it. You never see like you know the, the ladies of the European Parliament lined up doing mm. that. They no. consider themselves to be too uh, <laughs> too serious. Hoity toity, almost. Yeah. But um, a few big girls from Liverpool, they're ah, going, your legs up, way, great, great, way, come on, girls. You know, don't, don't do it. Don't buy into it. That's my. I'd like it advice. if the royal family did that. Because I think, you know who I think. They do have... it to the servants. <laughs> I think Andy would have a high leg kick. He'd get into the spirit of it. No. No? I think Andy's legs take a bit of lifting. <laughs> like a mighty side of ham. I can imagine he's like those Palmer hams Prince you see Andrew, in windows. <laughs> Prince Andrew's thighs. What's what's the circumference? Do you think? Twelve fifteen. <laughs> and let's keep it metric. I know they're a traditional group. What but, do you um, think, Frank? Well, let me just let me imagine what a centimetre looks like. Yeah. I'm going to say they're um, forty-eight centimetre <laughs> thighs. Wow. Yeah. 
I was going to go 40. No, but Is that I, a bit Zola Bard, 40? I was at an event with him, and when he approached, I could hear the... Of inside trouser leg against inside trouser leg. <laughs> I think he has Will Carling issues where he can't cross his legs. Oh. I think they'll cross, but I think um, I think it's like water lapping against the beach. Well, Will Carlin's are, are, are solid as a rock. But next track, I don't know if you're allowed to sing the next track. But uh, <laughs> Prince Prince Andrews, I think I think he's got the biggest size of anyone in the uh, in the, really? the core the core royal family. Well, Prince Charles. I don't know about. But there might be minor royals. Prince Charles has got a sizable leg. No, not with Andrews. Okay. We'll see. Okay. What we need. We'll see. We won't see. He's not coming round to the radio station. No, We've got no way of proving if we this. Could, if we could um, say if we hacked the um, the files of the Order of the Garter, <laughs> oh, then yeah. obviously they'd have garter dimensions <laughs> for uh, things. We could that we That'd could solve the whole having. thing at a stroke. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I um, I'll tell you what. Uh, do you remember we used to do a thing on the show called Idiotic Eureka Moments? Yes, I yes. do. Um, Eureka Moment is obviously what um, Archimedes. Archimedes had in the bath when he suddenly realised um, something. Mm. And uh, we've all done it in the bath. <laughs> yeah. And he leapt out and shouted Eureka, and it's like yes. when you realise something, it just as a little... Uh, in case you didn't know. You know we'll get loads of people texting us saying what it was that Archimedes realised. Yeah, it'll be something about the square of the hypotenuse no, of the right it's about the displacement of water equaling the size of an object. Is that what it was? I think so. Well, it makes sense in the bath. Yeah. Well, I just want to say great name. Archimedes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, anyway, so um, so we had this thing on the show. This is years ago for any new readers who've joined us. That mm-hmm. When you realise much later something that you should have realised straight away. For example, par example... Mm. Um, when Maureen Lippman used to do adverts for BT, British Telecom, her name was BT. It yeah. never, ever occurred to me until about 10 years later that that was a pun on BT. Yes. Now, you might say it's fairly straightforward. Someone else pointed out, I remember, Sotty and Sweep were yes. both um, yeah. references to basically the, the chimney sweeping business. Um, I'd never put those two together. Yeah. Obviously, I'd put them together as a double act, but I never got the names. The other, just the other day, I, I had walked down memory lane on the uh, idiotic Eureka moment things because um, I was we were, I was listening to some um, retro type music, and who should be played but um, Michelle Shocked? Do you oh remember yes, her? yes, I do remember. Michelle First Shocked. time it's ever occurred to me that that is a pun on Shell Shocked. Oh, oh, me too, Frank. Really, really. Uh, yeah. that. Oh, well, now I feel better. You got a triple there. That's fabulous. Rarely. I love that. It was like a, I, I can see a triangle has formed between us. And yeah. what she's saying is me, shell shot. Well, I, I don't want to stretch oh. it that far because that's a bit like if Tarzan, <laughs> if there'd been a bomb in the, Tars, in the Tarzan's area of the jungle and they'd found him like crawling out of some uh, smoking trees, a bit of crocodile uh, back on him. <laughs> And he said, oh, me, me shell shock. That would, that would be, uh, yeah. If she'd found him, say if she'd been doing aid work, Michelle shot, when she was called... Um, she wouldn't have done aid When she work. was called Nan- Nancy Wiseman. Right. That... Whatever she was called. Oh, OK. I thought that was um, good knowledge. He, he lies sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nancy Wiseman. Three kids there are. 
big travellers, the three wise men. <laughs> and she found Tarzan. He said, you know, Michelle shocked. And she said, you know what? You know what? I kind of like that. That's a great so she bit. thought, I'm having that. She said, yeah. I'm having that. Yeah. So that's how it happened. Remember, she used to wear like a little cap. Do you remember? I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michelle shocked. I don't know how I know that. Michelle shocked at this news. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I thought, you know what? I wonder if there's... Um, because there's, we've, we've, our, our listening figures, I mean, they've gone through... <laughs> well, they haven't gone through the roof, but um, they're certainly halfway up the kitchen wall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there might be new people out there who've had idiotic eureka moments when they've realised things later on. Yeah. And I, I love hearing about them because it makes me feel better. I mean, if Michelle Shocked is listening to this now, she'll be going, uh, like yeah. that into the, into the radio. Um, uh, I hope she is. I like the thought of it. I wonder yeah. if she's put a cap on yet. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And Outrageous. relax. We've had some tweets in, Frank. Adrian Ventura. Oh, Hi <laughs> Ventura. Didn't he used to work in the animal business? Yeah. He says, I'm embarrassed to say this is with regards to uh, your call out for idiotic ure- eureka moments. Uh-huh. I'm embarrassed not, to not say. Not idiotic urethra moments. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a few that'd of those. Be, that'd be awful. You've got a few of those. What I'm embarrassed to say, Frank, banoffee pie. It had to be explained to me that it was made from banana and toffee. No. Yeah, I can I can see that though because there's there's something it, it there's something quite not quite right because don't they spell it with an I E Banoffee pie? No, B A N O double F double E. Oh, do spell it with a double E. I see. I've I've seen it with an I E, but maybe that's just stupid people. You've gone very dictionary corner and serious. If you'd only ever read the word banoffee pie and never tasted banoffee pie, but if you've tasted it once and read yeah. it once, then it's all, all the work's been done for you there. Well, sure. we all may have known that, but the producer, she shell-shocked. <laughs> really? You should have seen <laughs> the face on her. <laughs> really? She didn't know Bonoffi uh, oh, She see, shell-shocked, but, Frank. But that's the, one of the joys of idiotic eureka moments is when you, ha- when you did get it at yeah. the right time and you go, what, really? <laughs> yeah. Just like I did then. You didn't get it's, it's a, the joy of, you know, it's a being bit, one of the chosen. It's a bit like when you get a massive lash from saying Shut a cliche. Get a massive lash. Get I a told mass- you not to talk about that on air. <laughs> That's between you, him and his friends in the community. Exactly. When, when you say something that you think is a phrase, but that the other person hasn't heard yet, even though that seems... Prepo- like, you know, you sometimes say, oh, it's a small world, but I wouldn't like to hoover it. Yeah. And the I've other person has that. not... You've never heard that? No. See, people I'm really laugh. I'm going to start using go, that. I've been saying that for 30 years. Ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to start using that one. Oh, OK. <laughs> you okay. see, I, I know that phrase. It's a small world, but I wouldn't like to paint it. Really? Who yeah. paints the world? Who hoovers the world? Well, I don't know either of them. Although you do hear of uh, you do hear of people scouring the country. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that'll point. get rid of some of that really ground in oily. What do they use? That, Ajax um, would do it. We've also had a text, See. an email rather. Morning team, would you measure Andrew's thigh circumference using the mathematical formula two pi d from David the maths teacher? Okay. I'm out. I'm not good enough at maths to I'm not get good at maths, but, but would you measure 
Andrew's thigh circumference. That's like the thing, a thing that the Queen would say to a bloke called circumference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's out there? A uh, circumference? Yes, ma'am. Would you mention, would you be so good as to measure um, Prince Andrew's thigh? What again? <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's possible. Do you remember when Toffee, speaking of Toffee, do you remember when Toffee... I think I think it's the only confectionery that came accompanied by. I love by your a... toffee-based anecdotes. <laughs> Remember, it used to come accompanied by a small hammer. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So you used to get a sheet of toffee in a tray, an actual metal hammer to break People it up. People are not going to believe. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. I mean, it's so lovely for your tea. And we used to, yeah. <laughs> and we used to keep the toffee. You know, we had about five or six toffee hammers lying around the house. Oh, I mean, for that very that explains a few things. For very small <laughs> DIY jobs, you know. Yeah. If you know, if you're putting up a shelf in a doll's house, very, very <laughs> handy. Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Tina anyway. Beck has been in touch. Tina Beck. I had a eureka moment when I realised that Amex credit cards were actually American Express cards. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's a bit silly, Billy. No, no, I, can I, see I, how I think it's really? silly. It comes I mean, from, I love you, Tina. It comes from the same place as um, Banoffee's, and it's all about the portmanteau word. Yeah. Oh, um, come on, Tina. Not so much we go back one. a long time, but come on. I think that's fair enough. Not In so fact, much I'm going to go as far as to say that'll do nicely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, an email entitled Ham! Exclamation mark. My friend's mum was once asked uh, to go and get some ham from the shop. When her mum opened the fridge and asked where the ham was, she was directed to some sliced chicken. She thought ham was a collective name for sliced <laughs> sandwich meat. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's more complicated. <laughs> I, I don't com- like our sausage around going, <laughs> No, no, I but mean, also, we're struggling to look for a positive in this bit, aren't we? <laughs> no, but that was one of those stories where, you know, when you fall away part of the way through a story, and then I think, if I missed a bit, if I turned two pages. Yeah. No. So, ham being all, all the sliced all meat. All sliced sandwich meat, yeah. I think, I, think, I think you could get through life without that doing well, any damage. There's a lot of inconsistencies <laughs> with meat naming, you know. I believe it was Harry Hill oh, who yeah. um, uh, pointed out that the hamburger should not be called the hamburger, obviously. Mm. Makes because... no sense because, as I believe he said, uh, beef does all the work, ham gets all the credit. So, there's no. But you must get hamburgers that have got ham in them. Do you? No. Um, I don't know. It's not really my I think area. It's because they're but... from Hamburg. But they're named oh, it, well, is that right? that's fair enough. <laughs> it, it could be nine Berliner, exactly. or <laughs> All of that. President Kennedy uh, once said. <laughs> there you go. Bit of politics. <laughs> <laughs> that's as political as we get. It is. President Kennedy. That's just about my limit. <laughs> I, um, oh, I'll tell you what. I, I, you know, we have a few sort of scientific types listening to this. We do. We do, yeah. I love our science types. Yeah, well, good. They might be able to help me. I'll tell you what I've been doing just lately. I've, you may know I'm not a man with many acquired skills. I can't, I can just about swim. I mean, really just about, only in the shallow end, mm. etc. I um I can't really ride a bike. I, I, I can ride one not on the road, but mm-hmm. I can't really ride one on the road without having a panic attack. 
can't roller skate, etc. You got car driving down. As I long can as drive. No drive driving is one of the great achievements of my yeah, life. Parking, I've, I've parking still dominates this show most weeks. <laughs> exactly, but, yeah. but but I just just one of those people. Um, but one thing that I um, I fell into and was quite pleased about mm. was um, I could do a, a magic eye puzzle. Oh, yeah. You know oh. when you just. You know when you, you look see, at it and this. then you just look at all the multicolours and suddenly there's yes. an elephant? Yes. No. And, I and remember, do you get to it quite quick, the Well, discovery. I remember the moment I discovered that. It was just great. You basically just don't... You stop doing anything with your eyes. You just let them be eyes. <laughs> and, and it just comes out at you in a fabulous... Yeah. Story. Oh, it's very When exciting. you get it... Oh, Frank, I remember back in the 90s. <laughs> Oh, and I used to do those magic eyes. It's brilliant. I've never seen anything except dots on these. Things. Really? Yeah. I, well, I, you, I, were, you were at the raves in the nineties. No, I just all I you ever saw were dots. I <laughs> 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 I got to the point where I could look at a person's face, let my eyes relax, and I could see their skull. Wow! Inside You're their good. head. <laughs> really um, good. Anyway, I um I I the other day I was talking. A friend of mine is a is a is a collector of optical illusions. And I was talking to her about some of these various things. You know, like the candlestick with the two faces on, or is this a young, oh, yes. is this an old woman in a headscarf oh, or a yeah. young woman, all yeah, those yeah. things. And I was talking about the magic eyes, and I thought, you know what, I'll, I'm going to go home and I'm going to do a bit of magic eyeing just to remind <laughs> me of my glory years. <laughs> Where did you find them? They're well, quite hard to get hold of internet. now. Where did you go to? This is the 90s shop. Where does one ever go to? I went to the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't do it on the internet, can you? Well, that is that's why I want any t- um, scientific advisors listening to the show because we have quite a few scientists. I don't know why that would be, but we do, and I love it. I love the idea of someone settled down in a lab coat enjoying this. But anyway, <laughs> I, so I got I got me um, iPad. Other tablets are available. Uh-huh. Um, that's what Pete Doherty told me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I got I, I got up. I think that's the modern phrase. I got up some uh, magic eye oh, yeah. puzzles. Oh, and how was it? And Frank? I couldn't do them. Oh no, oh. I could not do them. Your I... skill only works on papier. No, you see, <laughs> yeah, I can only do the hard copy version. I'm wondering if there is something about the nature of the uh, magic eye puzzle that it cannot be done pixelated on, on a screen like that. It has yes. to be on paper. Yeah. And I'd love to know, the, if anyone, if any of our scientific friends know the answer to that, um, do give us a shout on 8, 12, 15. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had various uh, idiotic eureka moments uh. and texts in about hamburgers and beef burgers, all sorts of stuff, Frank. Oh, I've just had a bit of a... Uh, Slightly um, demeaning remark from my uh, producer who said, um, <laughs> "I bet, I bet, I could do magic eye on uh, on online." Did she say that? I heard that? She did. I heard that. Yeah. She says, "I think you've just lost your powers." Yes. Yeah. Do you um, think that's true? I think it, it, believe that did occur to me that something might happen with age where you lose your magic eye um, capacity. Well, I've never had it. It's one I've of the things, you know, capacity. I've been warned about so many things about age and nobody mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Uh, 221 God, I just keep that. <laughs> Eureka, it had to be pointed out to me that Will I Am was William. In my defence, I hadn't what? seen it written down. That's from Van from Glastonbury. Van Morrison. That could just be a van. 
Yeah, yeah it's a lot of. But if it's a van, I bet it's got a psychedelic design on it. <laughs> I wish Van Morrison would text this show. That'd be great. Not picking up on uh, he's where no I am. With us, is he with us anymore? Oh yeah, he's still around, oh, Van. Oh god, for that. yeah, he's. he's, he's um, I always worry. Yeah, I think he's in. Uh, he's a long. He's in a long stay car park. Okay, but he's still with us. <laughs> Good. Now, will I am that? That's really pushing the boundaries of. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I don't know what he's pushing the boundaries off, but I can feel it. Zero six two has texted. Good morning, gang. I was under the impression that beef burgers are made from beef mince and hamburgers are made from pork mince. Kevin mm. Friend Heathrow. No, <laughs> Kevin, you sit on a throne of lies. That's not. That's really yeah, that not, not true. Uh, okay. The... I mean, that's that's a reasonable assumption. It has to. It has to be said. Oh, so, oh, you and Kev, yeah, best I mean, pals. If suddenly, you continually <laughs> ignore your taste. What yeah, about looking after your friends in the room? Then, yeah. You know, but but when you buy um, a beef, pineapple, and marjoram <laughs> sausage, that's what you're <laughs> going to get, isn't it? Well, talking <sighs> of confusing foodstuffs, one five two. A friend of mine was convinced that banoffee pie was banana and coffee. So listen to what she did. So she always puts a small amount of instant coffee in the cream. <laughs> still has the biscuit base and toffee. Utter madness, but it still tastes nice. And I'm not sure she 100% believes me that banoffee comes from banana and toffee. And then there's some praise. Thank you very much, Trevor in Dorking. I think that's all right. I think that's a reasonable assumption. You know, toffee, don't take the tea off toffee <laughs> if you're trying to avoid confusion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, once you, once you take the tea off, all bets are off as far <laughs> as uh, what's there before it. Yeah, it could mean offy, as in the off licence. It could be banana and offy. <laughs> and I be. like the sound of banana and coffee pie. I mean, I'd have that. Keep, it kept me it up could all night. Be, <laughs> it could be a non-alcoholic dessert because it's, you want to ban offy. Yes. Ban offies. <laughs> yeah, and I could, have got, I could have got into that thinking, oh, well, I, this is be safe for me as, yeah. as an alcoholic and an it. And then um, there'd have been uh, toffee in it. Actually, I think I'd... <laughs> Come to think of it, that would have been fine. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've uh, we've got some magic eye news just in. Oh, fabulous! <laughs> Hold on, I'll just relax my focus. Uh, I've always worried, by the way, with the magic eye, because um, I noticed this when I held the um, my my tablet. Up yes. to see, there was a slight reflection of me, my face looking at a magic, trying to do the magic eye is not good because <laughs> you just you just stop time. you stop driving. It basically took your hands off the steering wheel as far as yeah. your face is concerned, right. and it was a it, it was a bit sort of uh, I mean I can't really do it, but I, I didn't look well. Yeah. So remember that if you're if you're on a first date, don't don't do a magic eye. <laughs> it's not a great look. That's my advice. Uh, Four two five has just texted. Yes. Morning, Frank Emily Cockrell. My boyfriend's just done a magic eye on the iPad, brackets, well, he claims he has. He's oh. really pleased with himself because he can't normally do them. Maybe if you can do them on paper, you can't do them on a oh, screen and well, vice versa. Oh, that, yeah, horses for courses. Word. Excellent text there, 45. Excellent. Now, if there's an explanation for that, I'd like to... I, for <laughs> one, would like to hear it. <laughs> That's brilliant. We could test that. And then we've got uh, 469. It took me years to realise the significance of the druid's name in the Asterix books who dispenses the magic potion. And his name is Getafix. That's from Richard. 
Oh, well, I don't really know. Um, I like to think I would have picked up on that quite quickly. Do you? But, well, it seems um, fairly obvious, doesn't yeah, it? It yeah. does, but that's the whole joy of well, the exactly. idiotic eureka. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I thought when I said Michelle shot you to a go, you bomb pot. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I don't think that word would have ever come out of my mouth. But um, I love the fact that you hadn't picked up on the shell shocked as well. That made me feel yeah. like I was, you know, one of the herd. <laughs> you like that, do you? <laughs> if it's this herd, I don't mind it, yeah. Um, anything else from the outside world? Yes, Fiona James read an article from 1977 the other day. Okay. I, I like your life. Yeah. That said CFAX was a play on C facts, F A C T S. Oh. 40 years it's taken me to realise. I have to say, you know what? I didn't get that. <gasps> Did not know that. No. Oh. Do you think she's one of those hoarders like you get on Channel 5? That's <laughs> why she read, read an article from 1977. It's all right. Okay. My, uh, my mother-in-law is a, gr- is a great um, storage enthusiast. <laughs> That's the way I put it. It's kinder. Yeah. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Your choice. <laughs> Frank, I'd like to talk about the Queen this morning on Absolute Radio. Me too. Okay. <laughs> now I've How just bigger her thighs? <sighs> I said no, sorry. A lady never tells. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want. If someone, if someone knew that they went to tell me, I'd say I don't want to know. No. Yeah, you'd nip that in the bud, wouldn't you? It's like broad church. You'd nip that. that in, you'd nip that in the Zola. I'd like yeah, to say. I would. I would. Surprisingly, she's not the most low maintenance of characters. The Queen. Really? Yes. Oh, I thought she was a very much make do and mend. Well, you would think so. <laughs> mm. Au contraire. It turns out she has a bit of a rider when she travels. And on this rider... We should say, by the way, because rider is a, uh, banded around in showbiz circles, a rider yeah. is uh, an extra thing that you have on your contract, a sort of demand. And yeah. who, who was the band who famously had Smarties with all the blue ones Aero taken? Smith, it? M&M's. Okay. Blue M&M's. Was M&M's, M&M's well, you should know, we've been to the M&M store, Frank, together. <laughs> we have. But I will never was... forget that experience. But there was no Aerosmith uh, exhibit no. telling that story. <laughs> That's a shame. If, yeah. that, if you ran the store, you would do that, I reckon. Something of an oversight, isn't it? Yeah. I'd do it, and I'd also have uh, a big uh, waxwork of M&M. Yeah, <laughs> the the rapper pointing out that his M M&M and M comes from the fact that he's called Marshall Mathers, oh, a sort of alternate exhibit. Yeah, that would be somebody's idiotic eureka moment that you've just done there. Oh, maybe Marshall Mathers and M M&M. and M. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there is an M M&M and M pun in there as well, surely. What on the street? He's also he's also punning on the street. I don't street. think he was a oh. confectionery based punning pun, on the street. He's a rat guy. Be. I know he's called. You know what you say him. he's got to be. Not everyone thinks like you. Yeah, but he's a wordsmith by trade. <laughs> there's no way that Marshall Mathers, although it's, his initials are M M, there's no way that M and M as a, as a name isn't still a half pun on M and M's. What about 757 Eureka moment, realising spag bol is short for spaghetti bolognese and not its own dish? Whoa. (laughs) Some of these now are, um, they're getting a bit borderline, found the police. (laughs) Stick of the dump. Yeah, spag of the dump. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, 
Over in Buckingham Palace. Spag of the bowl would be a nice way of... Uh, yeah. The sort of thing that the office joker... Yeah. I wouldn't mind a uh, spag of the bowl today <laughs> with a Homer Simpson tie-on. You know. I worry that that's the sort of person I would be Have a few. What's your poison? It's my shout. How you diddling? Not very bad. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's, not, they, that's not Radio 2. Or when they turn their um, chair away a bit, they say, um, uh, nice to see you back. I love that. Oh. I, as you said, me and Alan would have both been the office jokers if we hadn't have, had, had, if we hadn't have had the breaks. Yeah, you really would have. Anyway, the Queen back in Windsor Castle. Yeah, I'm changing location because she's got so many. We could change it every five minutes. She's like Frank. I don't think she's got as many properties as I have. They're just bigger. Who has? <laughs> no one has. That's just not. Anyway, carry on. Okay, I'm happy to go along with houses. it. Um, anyway, she ne- she doesn't travel without a supply of her special chocolate biscuit cake. She loves it. And this is her former chef who's revealed this. Uh, what's his name, Al? His name's Darren McGrady. Yes. One of your Scottish lot. Okay. <laughs> Darren yeah. McGrady. Now, should Darren have told us this? Because they're very uh, touchy on, aren't they, members of staff? Yeah. Bloody. They don't want the, the chef to spill the beans. <laughs> yeah, they you know want to have talking? their cake and eat it, don't Yeah, they? exactly. But this is... Uh, do you know the sort of cake she's talking about? I do know it. It's sort of... It's like a big... It's it's a heavy-duty chocolate cake anyway, but then it's got actual chunks of, like, digestive in it. I mean, it is a real... It, it's the real deal. And Prince William had it for his groom's cake. Who knew there was such a thing as a groom's, groom's cake? cake. Yeah. Yeah, what is that about? He had a groom's cake, and that was the uh, that was the cake for it. The chocolate queen's chocolate biscuit. So cake. at a we- at the wedding, there was two cakes. There was yeah. the groom's cake and the regular cake. What do, is there a bride's cake? No, it's just called the cake. I'm going to say the idea of, of Kate having a cake. <laughs> is, I cannot see that happening. No, not much. God, she doesn't look like she's ever seen a cake. She could, um, I imagine she could have sliced the cake with her forearm. <laughs> mm. And I speak to you from the Valley of the Thin, so don't take it as uh, <laughs> not, not having a go at the girl. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What's new? Well, I was incorrect. What about? I know you find that very hard to believe about the. Oh, M&Ms. sorry, I thought that was the name of a dress shop. <laughs> <laughs> James Robson about the whole M M&M and M story. Someone told me the band in question was Van Halen, and the weird M M&M and M thing was added in their rider to make sure the venue had actually read their rider. Oh yeah. yes, I think that was the What's idea the that it, it encouraged an attention to detail. Apparently, their pyrotechnics were so complex that it was a bit of a red flag to the band's management if nobody commented on the M M&M and M thing at the venue. Thank you for um, sending that in, James. I want. And there have been various other people sending that in as well, so I do apologise, especially to the man that said, I love it when Emily's wrong, which is most of the time. <laughs> that is not I'm sorry true. for whatever happened in your teenage years. <laughs> I, I not, all, not all women zing. are like that. I don't think you're wrong most of the time. I, like I the really fact you don't. Him, though. I zinged him. I, I'm capable. I saw the Kinks rider once when I was on tour. That oh, Matron. Was it all crumpled up? No, it was all right. But was that the, in the uh, SM community? It included um, oxygen. Did it? It did. And I thought, I remember thinking, how much longer am I going to tour? <laughs> when I tour into the oxygen on the rider um, period of my career, maybe I will. Mm. Anyway, the Queen. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
And she likes chocolate so, biscuit cake. Now, what I liked <clears throat> specifically, there was a detail about this in Vanity Fair, actually. Mm, where I, I read around my subject. Natch. She, They referred to her as, as a completist when it comes to food. Do they? Which is interesting. So what it's about is that she doesn't just have the cake and then scoff herself silly, mm. as I would. The Queen waits. She has a, one slice a day and she never has more than that. She's very disciplined, very self-controlled, but she will eat... Every single bit. Yes. What worries me about that is that if she has one slice a day, of quite, I imagine it's quite a big cake, mm. then the last four or five slices, they're going to be drasbone, <laughs> aren't they? It's what? They're going to be drasbone. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't, it's hard to keep it. I, mean, I, know, I bet she's, she's probably got some multi-million pound refrigerated vault. I think Wait. it's in that little black patent handbag with no, crumbs I, everywhere. I see it more wrapped in a napkin. I do, well. like like a child returning from a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, does anyone else get a bit of the Queen's cake? I don't that think so. That sounds much sordid than I <laughs> than I meant it to. Because <laughs> I read that the the chef said uh, she'll take a small slice every day. She wants to finish that whole cake. And um, and even on the last day when it's like a tiny slither, you have to send that up rather than the next cake. It's well, almost like she wants to eat the whole cake. Like, that's yeah. a thing of hers. That's, I suppose, once you get you know, you're brought up like I that. I just wonder if anybody's ever said to a Sharon's caring mum. She's she... more Sharon, Sharon, <laughs> like you, Sharon, I like. That's right. her philosophy. Yeah. I yeah. know those. Sorry, isn't she? Sonny and Cher, that's another one of her <laughs> mottos. <laughs> no, actually, that didn't, doesn't that really work? Do you? Hold on, I'll have another look at that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We are in a smaller studio today, which does feel a bit like we might be getting news from that things aren't going well on the Russian front. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Can I say I went, I went um, to the toilet... Um, during a song earlier, I love that story. <laughs> and um, I, I, when I returned, I was on the wrong floor. Oh dear! As only I can. There's a woman just looking at me in, in a sort of a yes kind of a way, and I said, "I think I'm on the wrong floor. I'm old." And then I left. <laughs> so I think it went all right. We've had some correspondence from oh, yes. some of our readers. Nine three eight. My eureka moment came when a couple of years ago I realised that the line the Wombles of Wimbledon Common Are We didn't refer to their social status. Yeah. The intonation in the way it's sung is highly misleading. That's I Andrew. Agree. Who, who that's rather a... bravely has put his age, 38. But it's that sort of ambiguity that they're... Because uh... yeah, they I... say the Wombles Although of Wimbledon... Although they're not common, are they? Common, are we? Uh, you mean there's not loads of them? Like, no, they're not. Wimbledon's so, not awash with wombles. So I think, yeah, you're probably right. It's not ambiguity. It's uh, misleading. They are. They are from Wimbledon Common. Yeah. Well, course, we often uh, had Mike Bat at the uh, the Dean dinner parties. Did he you would drop really? in occasionally. He was friends with us. Uh, we should say Mike Bat for our younger um, listeners wasn't actually a bat. No. No. It, it's, you know, he, he was um, he was a human Sing being. Sing a songwriter. Form. Yeah. Well, let's try and find out. I once interviewed Charlie Cray. And uh, of the uh, of the you know of the family, and uh, he had uh, gone to prison for disposing of the body of Jack the Hat, as a local um, person. 
And I said we should um, establish, shouldn't we, Charlie, that Jack the Hat was, was a human being, not just a hat. And he said, oh, no, 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 he wasn't just a hat. He was just a sweatshirt. No, no, he was a, he was a, he was a bloke. <laughs> Lovely. We've also had some Magic Eye picture correspondence. Um, we've been was a, this is the debate. I used to be able to do Magic Eye. I've tried it online. I can't do it. Have I lost my power or is there a description? You- that you can't do Magic Eye online. I, I well, love that we're talking about this. I'm going to go out too. to get my T-shirt saying 100% babe and my copy of Loaded. Well, <laughs> last <laughs> week it was Traveller's Check, so uh, <laughs> cheer up. Jamie has emailed, I've never been able to see Magic Eye pictures and I've just looked at my iPad and now I can do it. I can confirm the paper <gasps> iPad theory. So what, if we oh. dis- what if we've actually discovered a new scientific discovery that, that people who can do... well. Magic on. eyes on paper can't do them online and vice versa. I'd like that to happen, but 087 has texted. A few weeks ago, I went online to revisit Magic Eyes to remind myself of the first one I saw in the 90s. See, he's <laughs> not just me. Hang on. Oh, no, there's two of you Hang on. in the Ooh. entire world. He then adds, I'm going to say somewhat gittishly, they can definitely be seen on a screen. Oh. I'm looking at them now and can still see them on paper too. I know they can be seen, but I'm on about the actual... <laughs> the, I don't like the tone creeping into your voice. I've never heard you so aggressive. It's the, the mystical oh, yes, relief element of it. You I know think... the mystical relief? <laughs> yeah, but this is a breakfast show. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yes. I don't want to talk about that trip to Thailand, you took. Trayvon. You know that part of you that wants to reach out and touch the raised section oh, of, a, uh, of a magic eye pattern? I've never seen no, the rest. No, we you've, don't, you've we don't experience the same the impulses as you. Oh, of course, you've only seen the dots. Loser. I, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm really feeling that today with everyone boasting on text <laughs> and email that why they can see it. Why don't you tell Alan to get a line? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's go what on. you normally do at this point. The trouble is what you need to do is not focus. Yeah, I'm Which too is advice focused. one rarely gives to young people. Especially to, yeah. me. Especially to no the sport, members advice. of the sporting fraternity like Alan. Yeah. <laughs> What about 977? He's picked you up on something. Okay. I think you referred to a band with a V beforehand earlier. He said adding V to things unnecessarily reminds me of when people used to put an S at the end of Trivial Pursuit. Grr. (laughs) Trivial Pursuits, you're right. (laughs) Yes. You're right, people did do that. I suppose, um, no, it was just a pursuit, wasn't it? It wasn't a variety of pursuits. What about when you and David Baddiel had that argument over the Trivial Pursuit and didn't speak for about three months? <laughs> well, I, he, he, he stormed out and then realised we were living at his house. <laughs> so, um, yes, it was um, it was about a Hollywood film that had cost... What, what was the most expensive flop? It was, it, was, it was in more factual terms than that. And it was... Uh, he said Anthony and Cleopatra was the film, and I said, no, no, it's Cleopatra. And he said, well, I said... I said, look, it's a pie question. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the phone to vibrate with a text from him. Yeah, with him saying, well, actually, I had said the word Cleopatra, but, I mean, it was just wrong. That's not so what, what the film's called. What I'm did sorry. You, did you just... Sorry, caller. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And um, we... He got, I remember he said, oh, sometimes you just really get on my... And, 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 and he, he, st- he, he didn't storm out the house, he stormed down a floor and then thought, well, where, where do I go from here? It was a bad row, wasn't it? It was what... We've had very, very few rows, Dave and I. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, it, it, considering most people who work together and double act things, they despise each other. But, I, you know, we love each other. Yeah. I, can, I can honestly... I'll for that. I can honestly say that. But... Um, 
Um, that one was, you know, we all have our moments. And yours was, well, it is a pie question. It was a pie question. <laughs> Come on. Come on, it was a pie question, as the Queen would say. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. We've, uh, we've just received an excellent update. Um, 087 has texted. 087 here again. I need to add, brackets, even more gittishly, close brackets, that I also did a jigsaw puzzle a few weeks ago and can see the image in that too. <laughs> yeah. Strong work. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I Quite can... Quite a uh... pause there, Frank, while I looked at you and you didn't get that joke. No, well, I... I yeah, I'm slowing up. Let's face Sorry. It. it had to happen eventually. Sorry. Um, I'll tell you, that this article about the Queen slightly annoyed me because um, I felt like it, the headline was uh, what they call clickbait. You know clickbait? Yes. Where they put yeah. up a headline oh, that you click on. Is. Oh, we know clickbait. And it said, uh, revealed the surprising snack the Queen never travels without. And I thought, oh, that would be surprising. Yeah. And... And then it turns out what, to be like you, a chocolate... What, what, what were you guessing? I was thinking like a raw turkey leg that she just pulls out and occasionally nags on between courses no. at, like, state dinners or something. I thought that, that, that was my boo, Henry. He liked those. I imagine... I tell you what, I imagine... Because I had one of those. I thought Golden Grahams. Golden Grahams? You know Golden Grahams, the breakfast cereal? But I had a picture of uh, in my mind, not eating them out of a bowl, but just with the the box under her arm with the top ripped open. With and her just looking as if she was going to scatter corn on a farmyard, but just forcing yes. them in her mouth. The white glove. Yeah. Going into the uh, cereal box. Well, she probably has one golden white glove that she um, keeps for the Golden Graham consumption. Yes. On the, but really scooping it in. <laughs> It turns out I was completely wrong. <laughs> yes, a bit of chocolate cake. I made a complete fool of myself. And not even a Viscount biscuit, which would so be I, in keeping, wouldn't it? I would have seen her as a Werther's original girl. Yeah, but uh, that, isn't that isn't that age stereotyping? Bo- yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that. Absolutely. I know. She's always been a big eater at school. She was known as uh, Elizabeth II's. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, we were discussing the fact that the Queen, wherever she goes, takes um, chocolate biscuit cake. Yeah. I didn't even know it was called... See, what's happened in her youth, in her privileged youth, yeah. someone has said to the Queen, right, do you want chocolate biscuit or do you want chocolate cake? And she <laughs> said, you know what? I'm the Queen. All right. I'll uh, amalgamate them. Now. <laughs> And I don't like had that. To put them both together. Yes, ma'am. I don't like it when it. they mix the mediums. It's like when I had a milkshake once and, some, and it was, there was a cupcake in it. <laughs> what? It was in absolutely it? vile. That you'll find was an accident, probably. No, yeah. it wasn't. There's a place you can go and it sells <coughs> cupcake milkshakes. And Is this a poem? There's a place you can go. <laughs> Isn't it like when people find a chicken head in crisps? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's it's a, a flavour. It is you're a thing, about. I promise. You've lived through a new story. I don't story. want to that's say where here. you can get it from because I've been rude about the product now, but there is a place where... A very famous cupcake shop that does this. Is that right? And it's absolutely disgusting. I suppose it's a bit like a Coke float, isn't it? Oh. Exactly, Frank. You're right. Lovely. <laughs> a Coke float. That sounds great, Oh, well, should we have one of those for our brunch today? just go a Coke float, you know. <laughs> I remember at the advice of a, of a reader on this show, I, um, I microwaved a pork pie. And oh. It, uh, <laughs> 
a pop, what I like to call... The glamorous life, G-L-A-M. I've always liked, I like this, what they're called an individual pork pie. Yeah. You know, they've got their own traits. Anyway, when you take the, then t- pull the top off, which you can easily once it's heated really? up, yeah, the um, it's like a coat float. The pork's bobbing up and down on a sea of melted fat. <laughs> oh, that's horrible! <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, I, wonder I wonder how many listeners we just lost as a percentage. Of... I'm wondering now if well, I could use just that. Just lost one presenter. <laughs> no, but I could use it to teach my son astronomy. Yeah, so the, the circulation of the Earth. Education by stealth. Love it. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Good lads. So um, uh, I'm I'm all I'm all for um, any other. Scientific experiments involving um, pork pies. Send them in. I I have a request for um, food suggestions. I don't eat a lot of bread anymore. Just don't like it. All right. No, I've I've turned my back on bread. But I'm missing marmalade. What can I eat marmalade on? Cause oh, I, I see. You like I, a preserve. He could, could have it on a rye But you fear gluten. Oh, who wants a rye vita? Would you not it? have a sourdough or a gluten-free, or is it consistency you object to? Or is it just, just a general... Don't, I don't love bread, so I hardly eat any bread. Okay. But w- I still have peanut butter on slices of apple. I have apple chips with peanut butter on. They're nice. No. They're a good snack. Or yeah, banana. Sometimes good... I'll smother banana with peanut butter. Mm. Yeah. Or other nut butters. Cashew butter, you know. But okay. But I'm missing marmalade, so I need a suggestion for how I can oh, eat marmalade. All right, Paddington Bear. Non toast. Going around in a duffel coat with nothing about, out underneath. What about uh, rice cake? <laughs> Any good? Yeah, maybe. All right, oh, I'll yeah. give a rice That's cake a try. That's a good suggestion. Well, Connie Hark, who's a friend savory. of mine, yeah. and she works on Blue Peter, so she knows a bit about things. Yeah. She uh, suggested a rice cake with hummus on it to me once. I laughed at her. It was a bit Christopher Columbus moment. I laughed at her. Mm. And it's uh, turned out it's brilliant. Okay. Best thing I've ever oh, eaten. Good. I'll give that a try as well. Yeah. Apparently, um, the Queen occasionally has a lemon drizzle. But what do you expect at her age? <laughs> oh my Absolute, God! Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I've, uh, I've somewhat lit up the switchboard by my request for snack. Marmalade tips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Eunice has texted, have you tried marmalade on an oat cake, Alan? Oat cakes are a bit biscuit-like, so it could be yummy. I love an oat cake with peanut butter. Uh, I don't like the way this is going. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling you might say that. That's one of the worst passages of radio we've ever been involved in. See, I love it when it goes. What about the ballet link? (laughs) It's up there. Lest we forget. I'd have uh, marmalade on on a Jaffa cake. What about that? Oh, man. And you've got double orange separated by a a semi permeable membrane of chocolate. Yeah. You could probably watch the act of osmosis taking place, which I always like to do. Yeah. Do you think the Queen ever asked for a great great grandmother sponge? As opposed to a oh, Victoria. Oh, it took me a little while. If I was, if I was there, I, I definitely would. Very good. Definitely, because how often do you get the chance to do that? Yeah. Uh, we've had one, one, two. Morning, gang. I had a eureka moment, which we've been talking about them this morning. When I had a puncture in a four-wheel drive car, 
After five minutes of searching for the spare and after calling out the rescue services, <laughs> I phoned my friend, who owned the car, a bit dodgy, <laughs> to be told it was under the cover, bolted to the back door of the car, which is what I was leaning against to make the phone call <laughs> from Paul in Bournemouth. So anyone oh. with a four-wheel drive, that's where you'll find it. I thought, because it's an idiotic Eureka, I thought it was going to say, turns out it had four wheels. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was... Not the case. I think we've exhausted the Queen and her chocolate cake, have we not? Do you think? But thank you, Mum, for um, your inspirational leadership during the national obesity crisis. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Text the show on A1215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website and now a short pause go on no, speak no pause. well you were talking about the queen this morning you announced a short pause and so what? i just abided no, by it I just thought you will were... you let the lady speak <laughs> we've been talking as if that's ever a problem for me on this show <laughs> uh we've been talking about the queen this morning mm. and what she carries with her god bless her no one said that did they no. no i think you have to say that every time the queen is mentioned do you i think so we established that she carried a biscuit. She shall have biscuit cake wherever she goes. Yes. Yeah. And that was her sort of rider. And I actually carry things wherever I go in my bag. What have you got? Well, if I look in my bag today, I have a little packet of nuts. Okay. Cashews? You take nuts, bless, bless you. you. Hey! Do you I've sat at the master's knee for so long. <laughs> Nothing creepy. No, exactly. I told and, uh, you to give you hiccups. <laughs> I've learned. I've learned from the master. I carry nuts. Always? Yeah, always nuts. Okay. A bit of low blood sugar going on. I suppose on that's good. If you got stuck in a lift, yeah. you'd be glad of those. I have a pair of flat shoes. If I in have the heels. bag? Yeah, in the bag, yeah. You see, what, what do you eat go- them with? <laughs> Sorry? What do you eat those with? <laughs> no, they're, for, they're for drinking champagne out <laughs> of at late night parties. Late night parties? I don't even pack shoes when I go on holiday. <laughs> I only wear shoes. Just take the ones you've got on. Yeah, because I think once you put shoes in a bag, uh, <laughs> everything goes out of kilter. Does it? Yeah. Oh. Is that why you don't pack a kilt? <laughs> what, I, um, Not if you have the bag that I have. I mean, the size of it. I'd, I'd like a very slender like, flat shoe. I'd like a bag that's got two shoe-shaped compartments <laughs> on the side of it that I could then put the spare shoes in. That'd be brilliant. If they exist, do let me know. Any bag makers listening? They well, you're okay you because oh, bag maker, bag maker, <laughs> make me a bag. <laughs> Find yes. me a fat baby wipes. You've always got baby wipes. Won't go into that. No? No, I just like a baby wipe. They're useful for stains, Very they're useful. useful for hand washing. Armpits, if you've sweated it up on the train on the way in. Yeah, but once you've cleaned you? up... No. Once you've cleaned up an armpit like that, you've got to re-aerosol. Re- Can we just sure. establish I don't clean up an armpit? That's not why I take it with whatever. me. Whatever, You okay. sure you don't? I'm absolutely immaculate. Sure you don't. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm immaculate. <laughs> I've started using grown-up uh, deodorant just lately. <laughs> What did you use before, matey? I used to use... Uh, <laughs> oh, matey. By this stage in, in, in man's development, I thought all, <laughs> all bath foam would clean the tub as well. It doesn't. No. Anyway, no, I, um, I've been using this very healthy deodorant for a number of years. Um, sort of, terrible. you know, organic oh, right. sort right. of deodorant. 
And it does keep you nice and fresh for, I'd say, between 20 and 25 minutes. Right, yeah. And Listen, re- I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, but <laughs> recently... One of my closest friends, but... Uh... Well, recently I've started... Uh, yeah, sorry about Emily's that. Emily's holding Frank a wet wipe out. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> uh, I thought you always held your nose like that. Before no. rumours spread, we need to say I've never... I mean, Frank... No. As Kathy once said to me, when you in the early days of you dating Frank, yes. can you remember she said to me, the thing I like about Frank is he's absolutely spotless. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the few true compliments she's ever given me. And clean. he is. He's a very clean You're clean as a whistle. Man. Yes, well, that's, thank you. Anyway, I used to use this sort of uh, organic um, bio um, save the planet stuff under my arms. Yeah. And now I've just gone back to that stuff that lasts, um, you know, 48 hours. Brilliant. And, you know, it's given me a new confidence. <laughs> yeah, you do see Good that. night. <laughs> no, I'm, we're not going. I just thought that needed to end like that. Be a great way if news night ended like that one night. Can I just say, before we go, that I've been using a new deodorant. <laughs> Boy, would he be in trouble. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I um I I quite often travel with a bar of dark chocolate, a big bag, a big bar of dark chocolate in my bag, and um. What, and in case what... in case there's no bed in the hotel room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first time Alan was on here, he told us he checked into a. No, this is when he was a oh, guest. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. he checked into a hotel room and there was no bed? That was. Uh... <laughs> That was a good story. Ever since oh. then. Yeah, cool story, bro. <laughs> Ever since yeah. then, slab a Bourneville plane. <laughs> like a futon. Bourneville. <laughs> um, but what I like about the dark chocolate <laughs> is... Still get Bourneville plane, can you? Well, Not I often. always remember it had the gold wrapper and a sort of oxblood yeah. cover- yeah. coverlet. It yeah. sounds like a geographical feature, perhaps, to our um, younger readers. But it was. What I, about old Jamaica in? Oh, you remember that? Oh, just, was it just called Old Jamaica? Yeah, there was no in. I think you've done a bit of a trivial pursuit. <laughs> I, I don't want to was... fall out with you over this, Frank. No, I think it said Old Jamaica in at one end of the label and Old Jamaica out. <laughs> yeah, there was... Um... It was yellow, wasn't it? I... Old, or was it blue? Old Jamaica. There used to be a guy used to... Uh, like a pirate advertising. It was lovely. It was um, raisin soaked in rum in the chocolate. I'm going to go yellow cover for that one, but I may be All wrong. Right. Okay. I think it had like you'd expect. It had the pirate font, as I would call it. <laughs> pirate uh, font. You know, pirate font yeah, yeah. And, and a palm tree and a, and a chest on the on the front yeah. of it. Well, not, not to be confused with goth energy drink font, which no. is an no. entirely different thing. And not but to be similar. confused with those cans of tenants lager that had a chest on the front of it. <laughs> Very different. Anyway, let's not go down memory lane, or indeed. No one yeah. went to that joke. <laughs> Just okay. reverse out no, of that I'm better one. than I'll that. Run. I'm better than that. <laughs> this <All right>. week. <laughs> this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What I, do you carry, Frank, for your rider? Well, I tell you, what, what I carry, whenever I travel anywhere, I always carry um, cotton buds. And I think in my life, which is expansive period of time, I have used cotton buds on, I, can, I would say, four occasions. I've never been quite sure what one uses them for, unless I suddenly get a desperate need to take some sort of swab, <laughs> which it? is not very me. I use them for... I think they took a swab in the old Jamaica <laughs> advert. <laughs> yes, swab! That's right. Yeah. I use cotton bud for if I want Sylvanian families to do a gladiator's combat. Oh, well, that would make oh, sense. Yeah. I use them for that. But I think they're supposed to be for the ears, but I, they, don't, no. they don't seem the right size for my, um, my whirls. 
Well, you know, you, you know your ear whirls, the sort I, of spirally. I'm They're, always told by people never to actually put them in the ears. Well, no, but I, I'm not. I don't mean actually down into the cave of the ear. I mean, you know the outer. Well, take her in. Yeah, you know yeah. what I like to call the bobsleigh run in, inside the ear. Section, yeah. But it seems like it's too. If you can imagine someone turning up at the um, at, at the bobsleigh in, in the Winter Olympics. And they're, they're just in a white sock going down there. You know, mm. it would be ridiculous. And that's what it feels like. They need to be bigger so that they, they take all the, the wax from the inner walls as it goes around the uh, curve. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. <sighs> Glad we got through that little technical description. <laughs> so well, why I carry them, I don't know. But I always think, I'm going to think, oh, you know what I need? Mm. And then now they'll be. But I would say I've been carrying the same cotton bods... Um, since the turn of the century. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think they decay, do they? No, I don't think they're a perishable You'd think they'd have blossomed by now into full <laughs> cotton flowers. <laughs> but it has not happened. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I, I, a little bit of a public health warning coming in now. Uh, 763 has texted... A doctor writes, brackets, Dr. Paul. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. Ah, don't put cotton buds in your ear canals. Overworked A&E departments are full of ears clogged up with cotton See? buds. And then... But he means the cave, not the... Uh... Yeah, but he... Moments yeah, but that's later, he's, lost he's on many. The end breaks off, you see. Meaning, like, the little cottony bit. Ends up in your ear. Yeah, horrible. Nothing That's smaller the, than your elbow is the advice. That is the advice, yes. Mm. Nothing smaller than your elbow. I like mm. it when we do public health announcements. <laughs> Who gave that advice? John Fashnew. <laughs> <laughs> God, there's a, there's a topical piece of material. <laughs> Gary Mabbitt's listening. Copy of Loaded. <laughs> um, we've also had a text talking about spag bol in an Italian restaurant. My friend was offered ice cream for pudding, or she could have a bolovich. She said she'd have that, thinking it sounded interesting, like an interesting dessert. When it arrived, it was vanilla, chocolate and strawberry ice cream, a ball of each. Oh. oh I thought it was going to be a, a bowl of it. No, yeah, a, a bowl of each. I love a food anecdote. You don't. No, I don't. <laughs> we actually had an email from someone that had seen you do the Portrait Artist of the Year thing. Yeah, but this, they'd included a spoiler alert in well, it. Well, I'm not going to read I the spoiler, but they, okay. they said that they saw you go off and they wondered what you'd had for lunch. Whilst we're on the subject of food, um, they wondered I, what I, your lunch was. I don't, I don't have lunch. You don't have lunch? No, I just... Uh... You do a 12-hour no, day? I no, I don't. Of course, of course I have lunch, but I don't remember what I had. I don't even know what day it was. I mean, it's, just, it's a ridiculous <laughs> inquiry. Well, I popped down to see you at the Portrait Artist of the Year, didn't I, Frank? You did. What did you have With Daisy, the producer. He was on his lunch when we arrived. We went over, Daisy said, go over to someone in a headset. <laughs> we went over to someone in a headset. I said, is Frank here? And she said, I think he's on his lunch, which I liked. Yes. I liked it was just kind of like he's on his We should say this is a show that I do on, on Sky Art, so which I present with the Baroness Bakewell. That's great. Everyone knows it now. And, I love uh, it. and so you can go and see it. It's actually on at the Wallace Collection. I all really this, recommend all it. This it week. was so entertaining. I would have stayed there for hours. The Wallace mm. Collection is a, a, a gallery in London. Um, a large conurbation in the southeast of England. It is. Yeah, and it's nothing to do with Wallace and Gromit. It's free to get in. You can come along and watch people paint. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Like my new turkey smugglers. What about when Baroness? I don't Bacon think they called that. Can you get turkey smugglers? <laughs> you probably can on the uh, old Jamaica <laughs> advert. <laughs> 
There are two incidents I'd like to tell you about, Al. Oh, okay. and, and our lovely readers. The turkey song, uh, the Somali pirates <laughs> and the turkey smugglers. <laughs> Criminals from around the world with Frank Skinner. That'd be a great show, wouldn't it? Yeah. I, th- I think Ross Kemp might have jumped in early on that one. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He just didn't come up with that classy title. Meanwhile, over at the Wallace Collection, yes. Baroness Bakewell zinged our Frank. Did she? Well, I was saying how I am noticing how popular your show is becoming, Frank, and lots of people mention it to me, and when they mention your name, they say they mention this show. And Frank said yes, <laughs> and mentioned a couple of events he'd been at or incidents where people had referred to the show, and Baroness Bakewell said, yes, I've had exactly the same at the House of Lords. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Frank said, you had to top me. <laughs> it was, But then there was... There was a, uh, a bit of a git moment, Frank, from you. Oh, really? Well, Daisy had her two children with her. Yes. Daisy's our producer, you may yes. remember. And the baby was making a bit of a noise. He was a bit, you know, I wouldn't cranky. say he was crying exactly. No. He was doing that... Like a gurgle. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. And that Daisy, thing. she works in this medium. She's very responsible. I could see she was about to take him out. But one of the, was it one of the judges, Frank? Yeah. They're all lovely, the judges. He was a lovely They're under man. a lot of pressure. Right. And he was so sweet. And he said in that very middle-class way, he shrugged about a thousand times. He went, oh, oh, I'm sorry, but, uh, oh, I'm trying to concentrate here. Oh, would you mind <laughs> taking maybe... <laughs> he never actually asked you. He just kept saying, oh. And Daisy picked up on the cues. Yeah. It was all very lovely and civilised and walked out with the child. And Frank said, oh, OK. <laughs> That's okay. You know, that was one of my closest friends you just did that to. (laughs) Yes. I'm prepared to lie to make someone feel bad. (laughs) And I just did it again. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought thought that was quite bad. And the man went, oh, sorry, sorry, and (laughs) shrugged 1,800 times in his green velvet jacket. (laughs) So lovely. But you have to mark your friend territory. Okay, I'll give you that. But then you did this. Which was the most extraordinary thing, Alan, I've ever seen. I, I was so embarrassed. I don't know what's you coming then said, I I'm loving this so far. The man said, oh, sorry, 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 <laughs> having a total meltdown. Frank says in a very stage whisper to me, basically to his face, come on, Em, let's get away from this horrible man. <laughs> <laughs> he actually said that. Yeah, there was, uh, uh, there was irony in it. He said, I mean, he's a very, very dear um, friend of mine. <laughs> Who but, was? Um, you know, nobody talks to Daisy like that. <laughs> I mean, in that very... Oh, oh. Anyway, it was... It's, yeah, come along, if you like. It's fine. If you If you like being at you. mistreated, <laughs> told to shush, and generally made to feel awkward by scenes created by me, why not come along? And there'll be art. Oh, that's the plug out the way. That's, that's why I'm not in sales. <laughs> Dean and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Um, what did you have for lunch? Uh... <laughs> I'm not prepared. To... <laughs> <laughs> it's an impossible question. I don't know what day they were there. As if I keep it's not in my journal. You don't probably you... are people that keep a journal like that. You do, don't you? 166 says, the way I heard it, it was the only thing you should put in your ear was your opposite elbow, meaning you shouldn't put anything in your ear. Oh. That's from Stu. Okay. Yeah. That's, isn't that what we already said? Don't put stuff in your ears. Mrs Worthington. Yeah. <laughs> As they say. I noticed the other day I was watching um, some commercial television. Mm. I noticed that uh, Ellie Goulden 
has got a new range of uh, espadrilles. Um, <laughs> no. Strange emphasis going on in that <laughs> sentence. Is this a setup for a joke? <laughs> no. No. Espadrilles. Ellie Gould I just thought, well, I'd like to have been party to that phone call. Yeah. Ellie Gould, yes. Golding. Sorry, I'm very busy. Golding. I'm about to... Yeah, I wonder if you'd like to um, endorse a range of espadrille. Like the espadrille. Oh, you you sound it. like Ronaldo or something. Espadrille. Thank you. Is that it? Yeah. What's the Seems plural? Easy. What's the plural for it? Espadrilla. Espadrillo. Okay. Espadrillum. <laughs> no, I think Thanks it's gone Roman. I don't think you add an S. I think you say, I, I, "Where am I, espadrille?" <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever said that. Like I apparently, Barelli Goulding. Goulding. You're supposed to Goulding, say Euro. Yeah. Euro is the plural of Euro, isn't it? Apparently, but everyone says euros. Sure, I'll put about it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> in the pub again. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just why why, why do you phone Ellie Goulding? Yeah, about I, I, I suppose I can picture an espadrille. What she call it? Espadrille, uh, espadrelli. I think, if I remember rightly, her family crest says <laughs> "ever at home in an espadrille." <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, good memory. On the butter, but I just thought. That who decided that that that's that's the phone call for that for that? Oh, where job. did you read this as well? No, it was on the telly. It was a TV advert. Oh, really? <laughs> Ellie Goulding has a new collection of espadrilles. It's like that kind of thing, really. And then there were you know lovely cool. Did you bottoms. like them? As espadrille go. They were they were, <laughs> were nice. They Still as good as plurilized. these espadrille. But would you buy espadrille nice. on today? Very nice. nice. But would you buy them on the strength of Ellie Goulding's? Um, I'm not sure. Name. I know who she is. You don't know who she is. I don't think I do. What? what on wow. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Who is You'll she? You'll shame me, sir. <laughs> she um, is she a sports star? No, oh, she's a singer. singer. She's a singer. Ellie oh, Goulding. You must have heard of her. Ellie Goulding. I can't re- chastise you too much because I called her Ellie Goulding for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting mixed up with Jilly Goulding. Yeah, I know. They're all the... I know um, who she is. She wrote Lord of the Flies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> William Goulding. That. Oh, what a... <laughs> you know, the Espadrille Queen, I think she's known as in the press. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I'm amazed you don't know her. Well, uh, this is a, we'll have to a, fill a you small in gap the, now where, yeah. we, uh, where we brief you on Ellie Goulding. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were discussing, uh, is it Ellie Goulding? I love, you know this, um, it, we were Ellie talking Goulding? about idiotic eureka. Uh, Banoffee pie, I think, Ellie Goulding. <laughs> I'm putting them on the same level. Amex. Hmm. Ellie Goulding. She, Quite um, a big star. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm she, finding it really touching and moving your hesitancy when you say her yeah, name. I really it's feel Ellie like I'm getting Gordon. it wrong. Yeah. And, and she's, gone, um, she's endorsing <laughs> espadrilles, correct, Amanda? Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's a fair summary. Is she designed them or is she endorsing them? There's a big old difference. Well, whenever I, I once um, interviewed Heidi Klum. Oh, yeah. And she said to me she was bringing out a range of Birkenstocks. Mm. And um, I said, when you say bringing out a range, do you mean they're, they're just putting your name? And she said, no, no, I've had quite a lot of input. And uh, am, am, am mm. I ever convinced by yeah. that? If you remember when we spoke about... Who was it that brought out a, a fragrance recently? Oh, quite, well, oh it was Latan. 
Oh, Zlatan, yeah. yeah. Zlatan last week. I mean, yeah, quite a few of them have done. Some of them get involved, Frank. You want to get involved? Some of them do. I yeah. can imagine um, George Foreman got quite involved with the grilling machine. I was George Foreman being about our fragrance. It's a great thing, the grilling machine, isn't it? What would you say were the great <laughs> celebrity endorsement products? Um, well, what's his name? Is it Mo Farah? Mo Farah. Does he have something? Um, he's, he does the corn, doesn't he? Apparently, I've heard, not a vegetarian. He just likes corn. Acceptable. Well, if I like it when someone becomes a celebrity as a result of endorsing a product, Victor Kayam. Oh, yeah. I point you in the direction of, which you might be a, sh- a whisker too young to remember. Me. Alan. This was in the day the, the, boss, the bosses of companies would mm. do the TV ads. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is he the, um, so we'd say, I like this razor so much, I, I bought, bought the, the company. company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that not the Remington Fuzzerware guy? I think he was. That was, yeah. yeah. See? Oh, yeah. I think he branched out. Victor Kayam. He used to start by saying, hello, I'm Victor Kayam, which I, was a slight... I thought he'd ripped off, uh, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. That <laughs> I, I suppose. I suppose it's open if just, you just put your own name in. Well, I miss the days when adverts started like that. You just said your name. Well, Bernard Matthews, another bloke yeah. who advertised his own company. That That's fading now as well. Mike, Mike's Carpets in the north of England. I don't <laughs> never saw that. that. I don't think that rolled out, but he... Uh, Mike's Carpets. I'm Mike from Mike's Carpets. That's how it's began. <laughs> there used to be a, a bloke called um, Harry Parks who played for Aston Villa and he used to do adverts on BRMB Radio. Harry here! Used to sort of, come to my shop! Harry and they'd say, here. I've got everything for snooker. I've got cues, I've got chalk. And they'd say, <laughs> and, and somebody would say, balls, and he'd say, it's true, I tell you! <laughs> <laughs> it's a fabulous um, radio joke. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Apparently, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has brought out a range of uh, aerosol meals. Oh, yeah. You just spray and inhale them. Well, they sound good. Yeah. <laughs> they're taken from the moisture that gathers on the outer flesh of the mange, too. Oh, they sound not so good. Well, no, yeah. I, I always preferred the original um, original movie, Mange. <laughs> <laughs> like Sequels that. are never as good, are they? I like that. Mm. Um, we were talking Thanks, about Al. idiotic eureka moments earlier. <laughs> you were. I know oh, you're right, we all were. <laughs> we all were for ages. Uh, we ha- had a, an email entitled Eureka, Bedfordshire is real. As a young boy, my grandma always used to tell me that it was time oh, to go let me to guess. Bedfordshire. Up, up the wooden hills to Bedfordshire is what my uh, dad used to say to me. Is that oh, to bed? Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was time to go to Bedfordshire when it was time for me to go to bed. As a Londoner in my 30s, I was aghast when I met someone from Bedfordshire. <laughs> Far from being a magical land of sleep, it transpires it is a beautiful county with excellent and speedy transport links to London. <laughs> Lovely summary. I yeah. like that. Can you imagine if a man used that as a seduction line? <laughs> well, I think it's time to go up the woods <laughs> <laughs> to Bedfordshire. It's interesting. I suppose there's going to be a lot of people uh, that discover that there's actually a hell, so they'll have a similar, <laughs> similar sort of experience. Well, I don't like to be uncouth, but I've been using the euphemism um, going to the crepery um, when... Uh, when abroad with my family on occasion. Mm. I'm what, for going to the oh, toilet? Yeah, yeah oh, I worry okay. if, uh, if they might grow up and go, oh, it's a place that sells desserts. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, we'll move on. It's nice, though. <laughs> and there is also a place called The Pool where you actually can drop children <laughs> off. <because laughs> anyway, let's not work our way through all the euphemisms no. because it's, it's, a, it's a terrible spiral. Who oh, knows Lordy. where we might end up? Bedfordshire, perhaps. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening this morning. It's been um, very pleasurable. You're um, okay. I'm, I think I'm okay. Yes. Um, so, um, yes. Oh, bring on the feathers. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.